Hi there, guys. Welcome to the Lost in Translation podcast, the greatest podcast in Flaustenheimschleisenheim. And this is your host, Hyon, formerly known as Matty Ice. And this is your host, Matt Rahman, formerly known as Hyon. <laughs> we tried doing something artsy, but I don't know where it's going. It's fine. Yeah. This is a political statement on the current state yeah. of Earth. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> what's going on is uh, I'm a little bit of a, a, in tired mood. I actually really didn't want to do a podcast this week because, you know, sometimes Matt Raman gets a little upset and he doesn't want to do things. And the, the things that I that's going on in my life, I don't want to talk about and because they're kind of, you know, of a bummer. And I don't want you guys to be bummed when you're going to work. But we're going to push through it anyway. Yeah. Because Matt Rahman loves consistency. Consistency is what matters. So, yeah. <laughs> you, you, got, you have some topics that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, um, I have some topics. Um, this first one's kind of a dumb idea. Uh, however, I was just thinking how, like, every person has experienced the full array of emotions at some point in their life. Yeah. You know, like. At some point in everyone's life, they've been, like, brave or, you know, they've been cool or they've been awkward at a party or they've been, like, the life of the circle and they've made people laugh, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I kind of had this idea while I was at work and um, I was making people laugh, you know, and they're telling me, like, oh, like, you're so funny. And I just kind of thought about it. I was like, you know, I've received that compliment before and I'm just like, it's like, but there have been times where I've told jokes that have completely missed at the same time, right? And mm-hmm. I haven't been funny. So I'm like, what is, like, what effect or how relevant is a compliment outside of the immediate context that you get it in, right? So does it mean anything beyond that scope? Are compliments just empty comments about you in your current state? Okay, so when we, before we, you know, started this (laughs) podcast, I completely, this is something completely different from what I expected that we were going to talk about. But based on what you just said right now, um, yes. If you consider, because sometimes people give compliments, right? They say you're funny. Mm-hmm. I've gotten it too, but I've also called some people funny who aren't actually funny. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people who, like I have friends who are funny just because they're so dumb. Not dumb, but they're goofy. Yeah. And um, their goofiness makes me laugh. And it makes me laugh for a reason that is not normal for other people. Yeah. But I'll tell that person he's funny. However, if that person went out and tried to be professionally funny, I don't think he would have a good time. They would not be yeah. successful. Exactly. Because it's relevant to the context in which you're giving it. Exactly. You know? But, I mean, it depends on, it depends on, like, let's say the compliment is in a, a circumstance where you are performing. Mm-hmm. I, like, going back to, like, being funny. Let's say you're performing at a, a comedy club, which you have done. And I told you, oh, my God, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a different type of compliment. That is, hey, man, may, you can do this because, in my opinion, like, the way you made me feel during the performance is adequate enough for me to want to hear more from you, you know, in a stand-up sense. Yeah. But if, you know, you said that you made people laugh at work... That's a different type of funny. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. So it it's also, yeah, you have to take it into consideration. You can't just generalize compliments <laughs> based on <laughs> what happened to you at work. Well, I mean, like, that's kind of my whole point, though. It's just like every compliment that's given is 100% based off of that, that specific circumstance. You know, like no one's ever walked up to you before and been like, yo, Matt, 
you remember seven years ago when you made me laugh? <laughs> like, you're so funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, just overall, in the sense of life, you're just so funny. I mean, you know, Bill Burr has a bit about that where he talks about, like, people who are brave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you call, like, people who are fat, who, like, you know, go out modeling brave. What about people who go save, like, babies from fires? What mm-hmm. do I call them? How do you consider these two things the same amount of bravery? Yeah. And yeah, there's a point. It's a point. I mean, there's like some words that people use needlessly. It's, um, you know, nobody gives compliments with a very like descriptive. Yeah. They're just yeah, generalizations. They're just, yeah. They're just like, you're funny. To give merit to that, I guess, beyond his joke, though, um, I think it applies less now because it's become more accepted. But it's just like, think about the idea of just like, how for years being fat or like tab or just being overweight was just kind of taboo, you know, mm-hmm. it's like no one ever spoke about it. Like everyone who was famous was probably in shape or else they were just the funny fat guy. Yeah. You know, there's no fat superheroes. If they were, they were like a joke of a suit, you know, like that kind of idea. Yeah. And it's fat just Albert. Like, I'm pretty sure he was a superhero. Right? Yeah. But it's just like fat Albert was there to laugh at. Like yeah, he's also he's, a part of a very racist cartoon. Show. Exactly. So it's just mm-hmm. like, there's no good context to that. So yeah, I think it was almost the idea of like, People like to downplay it, but like how you're perceived socially can have like an extreme effect on you. you know? Oh, yeah. So it's just like imagine like the first people to kind of start spreading body positivity as an overweight person. Mm-hmm. That must have been difficult. That must have received like a lot of jokes and people making fun of them, people just shitting all over them. Mm-hmm. And like in that context, I could see what they mean of like that being a brave thing because you're kind of committing social suicide to to get this message out there, you know? And it's just like, it's not a black and white thing. You can't just be like, oh, a fireman's brave because he saves people. So a fat person can't be brave for like, you know, so it's like it, they're, it's all in this gray area. Yeah, everything is. And I know I just over explained his joke, but yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. I like that you did that uh, because, dude, sometimes that's something that I really enjoy is when people go into deep explanation on something that. Some people, like, there's some things, like, when you, you guys talk about memes and shit sometimes, mm. I literally, I'm like, I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah. But, like, w- you and Nick will, w- like, Nick will be like, hey, man, this is what's going on. This is why it's funny. It's based on this post. And I'm like, thank you so much, because this would have taken me hours. <laughs> it would have never clicking. been clarified. It, it might have never happened. Yeah. That's or- actually, that's one of the things I love about Nick. Nick. Mm-hmm is so good at like taking a single topic mm-hmm. and then dissecting just, it to like putting way too much time and research into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And then it's like, he's so good at giving us like a, like a summarized version of it. And I'm just like, wow, thank you for compressing your like hours of knowledge yeah. into like Dude, this 10 minutes. We Cause t- now I'm smarter. Remember when we were doing Dungeons and Dragons cause we're fucking losers. But yeah. when we were doing that, um, you mean last night, last night, it was last night. <laughs> Uh, when we, me, you and Nick were talking about how sometimes in conversations, like actually you weren't there. This was with Arton. Oh yeah. That was probably when I left. Is that Fud Ruckers? No, is that Fud Ruckers? Oh, is that Fud Ruckers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we were talking about how like, you know, also wait real quick. Shout out to Fud Ruckers. Yeah. Shout out to those burgers are banging. The burger I had, I almost came like it's how, dude, sometimes you take a bite. I'm so sad. I missed it. Dude. I took that first bite also because I've been like fasting or uh-huh. like doing oh, that. Oh yeah, that makes it taste so <sighs> much better. But that what, starvation. What made me upset though is I had a lot of onions and I had a burp 
that reminded me the smell of my father's breath when I was younger. Oh. And it just bad things. It just made you feel bad because like yeah. I don't want to be like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, I love you, but you know we don't we don't want to be. You guys came from a very uh, shitty generation. Yeah, we have some topics about fuck our parents, but yeah. that's a later thing. So continue your story. So yeah, so I was talking to Nick about it. I was like, sometimes I have conversations with people, and their opinions. It's okay to have an opinion, but when you tell me, so I I I do a lot of re- I try to do a lot of research. We all do. Mm-hmm. We try to do a lot of research on what the fuck we're talking about, so that when we say it, we're right because we yeah, don't want to be wrong. We're not talking just through our assholes. Yeah. So when it happens, when I I hear someone say something, like arbitrate, like they kind of just um, it's like buzzwords. When I hear buzzwords a lot, when people talk about things and use buzzwords, I I get angry because I'm mm-hmm. like. You sh- stop fucking talking about the subject because you haven't had a meaningful like yeah interest in it. Like and you can't you can't comment on something like you barely know about you exactly know? yeah because it's like you've seen this effect on like Reddit or like social media platforms mm-hmm. where it's like someone with like a little bit of influence or who said something at the right time can gain a lot of traction and a lot of people will see what they said. And just agree with it. And then just agree with it blindly. Like, that is now a fact in my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, suddenly you'll see, like, buried down deep below is someone like, wait, here's some evidence that's showing this person's completely wrong. But it's like, it does not reach the same popularity of the original Dude, that makes me go insane. Like, whenever people are like, oh, how do you become famous on the internet? Like, I try to, like, look at Reddit and figure out how to become, like, influential on Reddit. Mm -hmm. And I just, I can't bring myself down to... Like one of the comments was a picture of a dog. Of course, I don't know anything about memes. Mm-hmm. Picture of a dog. Number one comment upvoted like 10,000 times. Doggo. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What is he doing? It's all about timing. What does that mean, though? Uh, people call it like because doggo is like cute. Like it's a cute term. Like, oh, it's a doggo. So, so that's just, all it takes for for 10,000 upvotes? Well, you have to think of context, right? It was, I assume it was a picture of a cute dog, right? I mean, honestly, I think it was a guy. It was a, a sad wolf. Or not wolf. Sad husky. The, the. Uh, okay. Well, I think that's just it. It's just like the context is a dog post. Who's yeah. that going to attract to comment and upvote? Dog people. What do dog people like to do? Talk about dogs because that's their only personality trait. So what do you bring up? Dogs. Hey, you just say it in a cute way, and suddenly everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's my only personality yeah. trait." Let me up. That, that makes me go insane. It's like the the second most upvoted comment. It's like a sad dog. It's doggo, then sad doggo, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Yo, fuck this." To be fuck fair, you. Sometimes it's funny in the trends that will pick up, because like today there was a post of just like mm-hmm. uh, who, which celebrity gives you an instant boner? That was the question. And every single answer in that thread somehow related to Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) So every single person would either say Danny DeVito or would like talk about a character in a movie and then call out Danny DeVito or like go through like a long excerpt of something and then in the end be like, oh, but it's Danny DeVito. Okay, okay. See, I like that. I like that. That's hilarious in of itself. I like that there's a joke behind this like ridiculousness. Yeah. But some comments are like, like for example, um, there's the I saw this post about uh, I think it was on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, or Twitter or whatever the fuck I don't know what platform it was. It was this kid for his birthday. Nobody fucking came, oh, and I sad. and the, yeah the mom posted it and I was literally like, my heart broke. But then 
I saw the comments and I was like, the New York, the kid was wearing like a Canada NHL something blue. Mm-hmm. You figure it out. And uh, the kid was wearing that. And then the NHL team of that, the organization said happy birthday to him. That's crazy. And then that was cool. That was like, I was like, thank you. Like, I'm glad this company is doing this. That's, yeah, it was a nice thing to and do. And it's so funny because the, un- the comment under that one was like an internet person. He's like, how about you make him a roller, like a, a, a skating rink and then have all the fucking people from the, the, the team hang out with him for his birthday. And it, but it was like an internet post, so the guy was being kind of like a dick, like, yeah, like a little like naturally, ask, yeah, yeah. And I like I like that. I was like, that's cool. But then there was all these celebrities doing it because it's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Ben Stiller, he's like he his comment even said, "I don't like hockey, but happy birthday, whatever the kid's name is." I forgot mm-hmm. his name because fuck that kid. I wouldn't go to his fucking birthday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, no one showed up because that kid's a loser. So yeah, why no, would no, I no, show no. up? I looked at, at the, the picture of him. He looked like he looked like an awkward, like... Oh, yeah. It reminded me a little bit of me, and I was like, I, I love you. <laughs> I was like, from afar, I was like... I love you, but yeah, I wouldn't want to be friends with you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I saw all these celebrities with all these fucking posts, and I just went insane because I was like, you guys are making this about you. This mm-hmm. is about being like, I feel like a lot of movements are, I'm a part of a movement and you're not really doing anything to, you know. Yeah. Like you muddle the message mm-hmm. because like you you're kind of letting yourself. your ego dig into there, you know. And now I hate Ben Stiller and I used to love Ben Stiller. But after <laughs> he made that comment. That's such an aggressive reaction. I fucking reaction. hate him. No, because it's such a subtle thing that he did. Yeah. That shows a lot about, I feel like it shows a lot about who he is. Because. Mm. You could he could comment on anything, but he commented on that, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." That's kind of almost like making me relevant again. Yeah, just for five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I just want a little hit of relevance. I fucking just yeah. want to pull from that pipe of relevancy again. It's retarded. Well, but, you know um, what? I support you, Matt. Fuck Ben Stiller. Yeah, fuck Ben Stiller. Yeah, if you're listening out there, Ben Stiller. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. I loved it. I love his movies, and now I hate him. Night at the Museum, phenomenal. Hey, dude, I dude, that's one of the greatest movies ever. It's just so like lighthearted and entertaining, while also just being like, it's great. This it's is kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, it's like oh, history. Like uh, there's all these characters are like very important characters. It's like Assassin's Creed, but mm-hmm. like, you know, a night guard. Very unfamiliar with Assassin's Creed, but oh well, Assassin's Creed. The, it's like these, like the, the people go back in time to yeah, but like ninety percent of the reason why people play this game, at least why I play this game, was because. There's like a lot of interesting historical information, but it's like it's like playing through history. Yeah. As an assassin, I played the Odyssey one for a bit. Yeah, we did. We both did. I got fucking bored of that, dude. I just I feel like solo RPGs just haven't been hitting the same anymore. Because people don't either. They don't make money off of it anymore. That's why they don't fucking That's do true. it. That's true. There's no effort put into it anymore. Just think about the real money's in like DLC and online play. Yeah, and whatever sells the most, like FIFA, I guarantee you is probably the great. I don't even play it, but probably the most smooth game that you can play with so many intricacies, just because of the amount of money they make off of packs. Those packs. I don't know. I feel like sports games have just varied little. You know, like maybe they've added depth of like team management and character creation. They have like, all of that. They have all of that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they added those kind of features, but it's like, like how well can you? program people to kick what's this what's funny is the around. graphics still kind of fucking blow like <laughs> it's like they're like oh my god this one looks way more realistic and then just because of like the mm-hmm. the transition to like the newer i'm like wow it is way better but then i look at the older ones and i'm like 
that's a fucking cartoon character. That's no, that doesn't that look, didn't like look good James. for its time at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's because they're trying to pump out games every year. You know. Yeah, they're, it's a genius move. It's, it's genius. just it's a business move. That's not even a game. It's clip. genius. The amount of monies EA makes. Like I guarantee money's. you, if you played FIFA 2011, FIFA 2020, like you'd be like, oh shit. Uh, this is the same game. Yeah, <laughs> this is the same game literally. with slightly better graphics. I actually like the older games better because it's like come more simple and it's like kind of like an arcade yeah. feel. I used to like FIFA Street back on the Xbox just because it wasn't like it was like a really small field and you could do a lot of trick shots and it was just mm. very simple controls. Yeah, now it's Nothing all now it's all about who can afford the best characters. Yeah, and there's YouTubers who got famous off of that. They just open packs, and because people are poor and they can't fucking afford to do this shit. They give this guy money by giving That's him such views. a ridiculous concept. I, it makes me so sad. I'm just like let's let's community fund this person to do things I couldn't afford exactly. to do. And like it's so such a weird concept. I know it's weird, but it makes me sad that people have to do that for entertainment. If I, I ever get famous, which is something I fantasize about constantly, I literally can't wait because like I'm gonna be like, hey, listen, if you're gonna buy any merchandise of mine, buy one. On top of that, buy Haynes shirts. Fuck all these supreme bullshit. Buy a black shirt. You're going to look cool, dude. Just be in shape. Work on your body. That's permanent. Like, buying clothes will make you feel good for, like, a week. Working on your body. Work on your body. If you can't afford my shit, don't fucking buy it. If you're rich, buy all of it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, if you have money, it doesn't matter. But yeah. if you're broke, like, yeah. what, what you, are you doing? Yeah. If you're broke. What a positive message. Yeah. I don't know if I'll stick to it, though. Who knows? I might get greedy. Yeah, that's the scary part about imagining myself getting rich and famous. Because, like, I imagine myself, like, dude, I would be, like, the coolest and nicest rich and famous person. But then... But I'm like, what if it just corrupts me? What if I it just will do corrupt you, dude. Because once you, you get a taste of money, the taste of buying real shit... Not, like, real shit. I feel like... Like, you can be a decent person and be wealthy, but I also think there's, like, a cutoff. Like, like... Like ultra rich people, like mm-hmm. billionaires, hundreds of millionaires. I feel like you just can't reach that level without being a terrible person. Oh, yeah, no, we talked about this. Yeah, like you literally if cannot. If you're a billionaire, you're stealing from people in some way, whether you, it be not paying your workers point, or enough. At some point. Like, also, I was talking to my, I got kind of into an argument with one of my other co ops at work mm-hmm. the other day in terms of like, um, like taxing the ultra rich and mm-hmm. like, he's obviously like a Republican conservative type and he couldn't understand the idea of just like, he was just like, well, why should someone have to pay more taxes? Cause they worked harder. And I'm like, no dude, you're really confusing the realism of the situation. Who's getting fucked by taxes right now. It's the rich people who are making like, you know, a couple mil, you mm-hmm. know, the people worth 10, 50 mil, maybe maybe a hundred mil maximum. Those are the people who are getting like shit on the hardest, right? Mm-hmm. The people who are ultra rich, Beyond just rich, you know, those are two separate categories. Ultra rich, up into the billions of dollars, they aren't paying shit. Yeah, because... And they're controlling everything, and they're shitting on that class right beneath them to convince Americans who are just like, oh, I'll be rich eventually, so I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Exactly, and I'm like, no, dude, you're not. You're not. Like, first of all, you're not... You might be kind of rich, sure, you might be a 10 millionaire, sure, I'll give you that. You're not going to be a billionaire. That's a real fucking tight club to get into, and you're just not going to do yeah, it. And they've been billionaires. And That's the thing. Been. It's been the same people since like a two or three hundred years ago. You, yeah. Like they you haven't don't, changed. It's, it's a hard thing class to Dude, break into. On top of that, it's like these guys, they have global businesses. So 
they just they make they make all the money go through a country where tax doesn't exist. Yes, like they these are the people that basically have the enough power and influence to rewrite tax laws. Mm-hmm. These are the people actually controlling the government. These people are lobbying the government. Jeff Bezos makes seventy thousand dollars a year. That's his salary. No fucking from Amazon. Way. That's his salary. Seventy thousand a year. So he's taxed on seventy thousand a year. Everything else that's put in through the wealth of his company and stock options and all that kind of shit. Disgusting, dude. Nothing to do with his salary. And, like, they, he just wasn't understanding that idea. And he's like, nah, you don't understand this thing. And I'm like, really, dude? Because, like, you haven't brought up a single point to contend that. Yeah. And then he's just like, still, like, I'm like, dude, imagine you had $100 billion, okay? Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine I took half of that. You had $50 billion. You still can't spend that amount of fucking money. There's no conceivable yeah. reason for a human to have that much money. And it's just like, you can sit there and whine all day about, like, Oh my God! If I had that kind of money, I would want the government just to tell me what to do with it. Exactly. Because it's like, what do you mean? Like, people, what could you even do with all that people money? People are focused on. I have to give away fifty billion. And it's I'm like, like, you still have yeah fifty yeah. billion. It's a scoreboard at that point. It's an mm. ego thing at that point. Yeah. Like, you just have this number and you want to see it grow because now you're on the world billionaire list and you just want to climb that chart. But it's like, dude, there's sh- there as. People are just like, you know, that goes against personal freedom. It's just like the way capitalism and personal freedom is designed. Like, yeah, maybe we should have an upper limit on that thing. Maybe people should be bearing down harder and harder on the ultra rich because like their wealth being redistributed would make such a massive difference. It'd make everyone's life better. It'd make everyone's life better. Social services would improve, you know, like decisions would be made in consideration of the poor. It's crazy because... The number of them is so few. It's so few. It's like, dude, first of all, if you're not like people talk about being rich and they've labeled it like above two, like something, something stupid. Like, what is it? Like a $200,000 you're rich or four, 400. What is it? Uh, I don't know. what the. Well, it's some, it's like, you don't understand that you're technically relatively poor to you. And we'll always be poor relative. It's it's crazy. Cause like, if you're making that much, you're technically in like the top 10%, maybe yeah. like the top 5%, you know? But it's just like you're not realizing that. No, you're the, st- I think you're top 1%, actually. Top 1%. Okay, well, even worse. Yeah. You are top 1%, mm-hmm. yet you are not even a part of the subset that has any real yeah. power. You are still not relevant oh, at yeah. that point. The, the rich people around you are like the people that you think are rich are not even, they're not no, rich. No. Now, They're anyone who's yeah. broke out there who saw some guy driving like a Lamborghini, he's not or rich, like, or like saw mansions, or yeah. saw literally like fucking the rappers you look up to, mm-hmm. or nothing. None of them are rich. That's not <laughs> yeah, real wealth. That's not real wealth. That's dude. money, and that's fun money, and that's like fun rich, and that's like cool rich. That is not powerful. That's, rich. that's they be- make no yeah. decisions. That's being rich in a sense where you can afford stuff. Yes. Like it's, it, it's there's a difference between being able to afford stuff and being able to change the fucking the world, face of yeah, the planet. Yeah. Change the p- political climate with your wallet alone yeah. in this entire country to suit your wallet yet again. You can hire an army. Like, Unreal. And people you send paychecks to politicians yeah. to change laws like it's fucked. It's really fucked. It's crazy. I mean, also just think about it. If I was a part of them, I would be like, how wouldn't money, like, how wouldn't that much wealth affect you? Like, people don't, people who are younger don't understand because money doesn't become a concept once you have to start, once you start putting yourself out there and what the world gives back to you. Mm-hmm. And 
most of these college kids get fucking brainwashed and they spend all this money, especially like most of the debt comes out of the college. These kids like just spending oh, fucking money. Unreal. And um, they don't understand that. Uh, like, dude, you don't you don't know what you would do for money later on in life. You don't understand what you're, what you're willing to do. And then you realize how powerless you are when you're so desperate for it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. There's nothing like nothing just weighs on the soul more than debt mm -hmm. <laughs> or like money you owe or money you don't have, you know, exactly. especially just like existing in this world. Dude. And it's like those people, you know, it's like, obviously you don't want to be the type to like expect things handed to you, but it's just like at a certain point, it's just like, yeah, like <laughs> there's a lot of money up at the top and that should be distributed again. Yeah. That should be like the government should. Yeah, they should be taking that money and they should be like, hey, hey, everyone in America, here's ten thousand dollars because oh. we just took billions of dollars from people who are not even using that money. You mm -hmm. know, it's like you know, think about it like billionaires and shit, super billionaires like you could be like, oh, my God, Jeff Bezos creating so many jobs at Amazon. There could be so much more to be, to be done with his money, just his mm -hmm. money alone. Like that's not, he's created jobs. He could probably create so much more also, if he like actually did bought, things with his money. He's bought the most land out of anybody in the United States. That's crazy. Which is crazy. That's terrifying. Yeah, he's and he's he's an asshole. Like yeah, like he's a dickhead. He's an asshole. You have to be. You at some like. At some level, you have to be like an egotistical asshole to be at that level. I, I just, I just want to bring something up. It's like, if you see wealth, that is not a rich person. No, no. If no. you see wealth, if you that's see, not a rich that's, person. That's not a. That's not like that's a wealthy. Like that's a rich person. That's not a, a run the world person. They they learned, but because they've learned, because by by the way, they get probably the best some weird education. I don't know anything about that, but they learned from France, the French Revolution. They're like, hey, if we show our like show off our lives to people, mm -hmm. we will f we'll get murdered because it's ridiculous how much power they have. Mm -hmm. So the reason why you don't really know what real rich is is because they won't show it to you. And by the way, it happens. There's like I follow like random like people who are like rich because uh, that's what I do for fun. I try to find out who the real rich people are, mm -hmm. and it's usually like real like royalty is crazy rich. People don't understand that royalty of any kind. Whether it may be like the, the the African royalty or the German royalty or anything, any country, any obscure, those people who are royalty are still ridiculously rich. Yeah, and you'll never know how much they're worth because they are legally not obliged to tell you how much money they make. The the Saudi royal family, it's the, estimated crazy trillions with of all of their wealth, every single cousin, mother, son, whatever mm -hmm. fuck in their ancestral family tree. Mm -hmm. All of them, they're saying that family is probably worth upwards of a trillion dollar all combined. Just the just that fucking family. Just the family, huh? Just that family. Even if it's like a few hundred people deep, dude, that one family is worth one trillion dollars. And that is unfucking real. Like, there really needs to be some sort of calling at the top. <laughs> because it's not gonna happen. These dude. people will not give up their wealth these people will not give up a percentage of their wealth. People like to point out like Bill Gates mm -hmm. and like, like, Oh dude, he does so much for the world. He does so much for the world, but let's be honest. Homie could be doing a lot more. Yeah. You know, there's a whole 90 billion there that he's sitting on <laughs> that hasn't been doing much movement. You know, this is like, 
I don't know. To some level, it's like I appreciate the fact that he's obviously done more for this world mm-hmm. than I probably ever will. Mm-hmm. Like, good for him on that. But, like, what he had to do to get there, you know? Like, he's making... He's atoning for those sins, you know? This is what this part is. This part is, like, apologizing to the world for what he's done to people on his climb. Yeah, the probably, yeah. Like, this is his way of just like, oh, God, dude. Yeah, like, he's like... I'm a terrible person. Dude, he probably... He's like... Like, they, they know something about God because... God knows how much like money they have where they know the truth. I don't know. They, they found the shit. truth at the top this, and he's like, Oh no, no, no. Yeah. This is no I need to I need, I need to kinda to help this. people out, yeah. Do it. It's it's like even if you make two like a million dollars a year, you're not ever you're gonna not be a part rich. of that club. You're, you're not, not rich. You're not rich. You're you're not. You're just aren't. You're not relevant money. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not. really not. That old money. You need that you know, old like, money. You know what? That's cool because you know that's the kind of money where you're just like you can at least be like, I don't care what happens. I'll probably be fine. Yeah, you're like, you're free enough where you can like kind of do whatever you want. You Exactly. That's the thing. You're a toddler in a playpen, right? Yeah. You're free. Yeah. That's what you are. You know, like if but we you're make still this, a toddler, you're still a toddler in a playpen, right? Yeah. The adults sitting outside that playpen yeah. control everything you fucking do. There's still a pen around you. There's still a pen around yeah. you. And the adults outside of that pen still tell you what to do and dress you up and do whatever the fuck they want with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like being poor. It's like. Now you're like the infant, like yeah. tied down in their fucking like you're, little carrier. You're in a sweatshop. That's what you're. <laughs> you're, literally... you're just a little inf- immovable, locked up infant who has no power, say, or sound yeah. or anything. It's like they say that um, it's it's never been better in the sense of like living standards, but it's like the you don't understand how where you are in the pecking order. Like yeah. you, it might be dope for you. But that's because the the top made it like let you have this like they they set you up in this situation yeah to, to shut you up yeah because they're just like oh these are probably the group of people who might be able to actually make a difference you mm-hmm. know so it's like let's make them happy enough to not try to, to shut to come them at the us, fuck up you know? yeah and then you have like the droves of like poor desperate sad depressed fucking uneducated people who just like don't realize their numbers. And would are, are like, you know, like the world tries to segment them so badly that they'll never be able to rise up together. Yeah. You know, you know uh, I, I know you like love to shit on Trump mm-hmm. and I know you're going to hate this, but he what's something that he is doing. And I think this is purely because like he hates other billionaires in the world mm-hmm. and like political and like his it's like an ego thing for him to take these people down. But there was like this like senator or something like that who got paid from um who got paid by some kind of engineering, aerospace, something like that, some, like, company. Mm-hmm. And then Trump is like, you don't know shit about engineering or aerospace. Why are they paying you money? And he has these people, like, uh, investigate, like, he has investigations on these people because he's like, dude, where the f- where the f- why the fuck are you getting paid by these people? Because, and I, honestly, he's doing it to, like, fuck that person's life because he doesn't care. Like, I think it's, like, a, a billionaire, you know... Attack on. Uh, I mean, it's probably a diversion tactic to or distract thing. from himself. <laughs> well, yeah, he. Don't get me wrong. He's probably like the worst out of all of them. He literally denied Jeff Bezos, which I'm cool with. Ten billion dollars on that uh, Microsoft contract. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of funny. That's kind of like a, just a yeah. fuck you to Jeff Bezos. And it, but <laughs> the funniest part is, so you know how like this all this Russian collusion shit's been happening. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, some information where what Trump was doing is he's like, I'm trying to find dirt on the people in my, like, in my, like, uh, in my group. 
and, mm-hmm. and like the the guard the United States government and he's like I can't do that because they control my intelligence so I have to go to Russian intelligence to find out shit about my own fucking people and Which, I was like I was like oh my god that I mean kind of makes sense it makes sense but it's also dumb extremely fucking terrible mm. you are yeah. running the like I mean what used to be you know <laughs> the most powerful country yeah. in the world. Uh, you know, I'm sure we're still at the top, but you know, when it comes, we're to, starting to fucking crumble under this pressure. No, no, no. When it comes to missiles, we're fine. We're, when it comes to missiles, we're fine. But the issue is, you know, China and Russia have smartened up to that fact. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're not going to take them on military wise. Let's just infiltrate their government. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get in there and start running them without them realizing it. Let's fuck them socially. Like, let's let's. They did it perfectly. They were just like, let's convince all the fucking dumb Americans with their aggressive patriotism and American pride to be like, fuck yeah, this this leader's the best, and he's one of us, and he's awesome. But like secretly, he's just kind of working for the enemy. Yeah, I don't. We don't know any. The one thing that I can find, uh, like the one thing that I can find peace in is that I know that I can't really do anything, so I'm just gonna live my life. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, th- th- um, for me it's just like I can't do anything, and I guess uh, like I'm just hoping shit hits the fan after I die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping shit gets bad past my existence. It's like all these vegans are freaking the fuck out, and it's like, dude, you don't understand. No, nothing's gonna happen. They're not. They're gonna find a way to fuck you. And until billionaires can make money from veganism, yeah. it's not gonna matter. Exactly. <laughs> Until billionaires really make that big, it's like move. just keep the system the same, and we'll figure out a way to fuck, fuck the like the system. I don't know. I don't know. We're fucked. We're we've been born in the wrong. <laughs> like we're fucked. It's it's like there's two paths. Eventually, you know, like the gap increases between the wealthy and the poor, to the point of just like some 1984 shit where we just have people who are just like, nah, we have all the power now. Who gives a fuck? I'm just begging for some infighting between like billionaires. That's the only thing. The only way that they're going to fuck each other, it has to be them fucking each other over. That's true. There's no way you rally enough people to yeah. fuck them over. So unless you, unless like, I don't know, dude, you know, we need some like William Wallace type shit. Like we need, <laughs> we need a person who somehow actually convinces everyone to rally under them to make a difference. I was telling you about the, like the, I was like, oh, I was all for like the second amendment, mm-hmm. like the right to bear arms. And then. One day I was literally like, I was just playing like, like COD and I'm like, what is stopping them? Like from their drones being this easily like maneuverable. And I was like, yeah, what's stopping the fucking rich from being able to control these like drones? The the rules they put in for themselves. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, oh yeah, I don't, I can't really do anything against drones. So I think I'm just going to eat shit. The second, if you try to say protection against some sort of government. You're hostile takeover. They'll, they'll send a missile. You're not like that's not relevant. Yeah. Your guns as as much as your little wee wee wants to tell you you're strong, you're nothing. You yeah. know, like it's not gonna do anything for you. Guns in themselves are stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're they're great for killing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. They're great for killing, but it's just like. God, it's just such a dumb thing to want to have. Yeah, if you want to, it is. What a weird power trip to want. The thing is, there's bad people out there. They, yeah, yeah. You, here's the thing. You you take away guns in general, right? And then you're just like, sure, there's going to be some guns in the wild. But like, overall, overall, there's going to be less deaths from guns, right? 
that's just like a factual statement. Australia yeah. proved it when they banned guns in the nineties. You you ban guns, you're gonna have less guns. Yeah, but the the first of all, if we ban guns, America is fucked in a, in a sense that we you know how are we? We're ninety percent of our economy is guns. How is ninety percent of our economy guns? We we've been most of the guns in the world come from the United States. I'd need a fact check on that. I think I'm pretty sure that's true. I don't want to talk out of my ass here, but I'm pretty sure from what I do know, a lot of the money we make is military. If we sell it to, we even sell it to fucking uh, like other uh, Iran, America, con, uh, Contra, the, the Iran Contra contraband. America was selling guns to both Iran and Iraq were in a war mm-hmm. and America was selling guns to both of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's just like, was America doing that? Or was like some businessman doing that and America allowed him? I mean, what's kind the of difference a, between the businessman and an American? It's just like, it's such a weird, it's so weird when people blanket statements of like a country. Okay, that's fair. This, you know? That's fair. But what I'm saying is there's guns out there. There's and, guns out there. Okay. But like Mexico has, and if we're gonna ban guns, America has to bomb the fuck out of Mexico because there's gangs. People with mentally. Okay. Here's the thing. In what fucking world is the common man defending from an attack of Mexicans? Like what? Like what scenario are you making up for that to be relevant? When, when we're talking I about mean, banning of guns, we're not telling strip all the military people of their guns. Oh, what, I, I'm sorry. I thought I thought that's what no. You meant. I'm talking about banning guns from the sense of like, what is the common person in our country? Oh yeah, no, for? I totally agree with that. Absolutely nothing. When you said ban Except guns, I thought all. in the whole world. No, that's not realistic. I'm not. I know. A, I know yeah, I'm I know. not dumb. You know, I it's hard hoping. enough to convince Americans to like, yeah. lose the gun rights, but it's, just like it's, it's a fun thing to think. Do you about know that it. the fucking NRA? So the okay, so the NRA mm-hmm. in South America and especially Brazil uh, helped their new leader get into power and enforce super loose gun laws, and in fact had like a giant influx of guns, influx of guns into Brazil. Which skyrocketed, like uh, deaths in there, deaths there, gang violence, which also spread to the rest of South America because Brazil's pretty fucking big and influential. Mm-hmm. And have you ever heard of like this mass exodus of South Americans trying to come up to the U.S.? That is a direct result of those from events. us, our guns, from the NRA pushing guns in wow. South America, and then now they're sending this mass exodus to us. And those same people are just like, fuck those people. Those people are the reason I need my guns. I need to protect myself from them. And it's just like, what kind of fucked up Can I just clarify something? What? I don't know if you agree with me, but this is just personal. Mm -hmm. If any of these individuals who hold these powers that we talked about offered me money, like millions of dollars, I'm going to take it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to clarify that I've always wanted to be on the right side, as in I want to be a part of the the powerful, mm-hmm. and I will do anything. And while I'm getting fucked, I'm gonna complain. So I'm I'm talking to the, the the rich gods out there. The rich gods out there. I will do anything for you. In fact, I will go back on everything I'm saying, and I know how to go back on it in a twisted way. So if you want me, <laughs> Matt Ramen is a hundred percent up for paid opinion. Yeah. Paid opinion. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Matt Ramen would never be a partial reviewer. Yeah, I would never. Yeah, <laughs> never let him start a YouTube channel reviewing products. Oh, dude! <laughs> if I had a YouTube channel about reviewing products, I would straight up. If I, I'll be like, who's paying me the most? The greatest uh, product ever. 
cures this cancer. Guy. Like that, that <laughs> shit, dude. Beats headphones, yeah. cure cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out to Dr. Dre. Thank you for the money. Yeah, it's like I'm aware of what the kind of soul selling, and I would be comfortable because I'd be I like. What makes me uncomfortable is the people who are like, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm I. I truly believe in this product. I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen, if you just admit that you know the product's shit and you're just trying to sell it to people, I will respect that more than. But yeah, of course, no one's gonna do that. Uh, I mean, I would like integrity. Integrity. The one thing I like is, uh, in like the tech enthusiast and computer part enthusiast community, especially on the YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty high level of integrity, you know. It's not like these unboxing channels that cover like surface level tech gadgets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, those I think are just because those uh, like go to a broader audience of general mainstream media. You know, like I don't know what's unbox therapy and shit. Un- unbox therapy is literally just those FIFA fucking the FIFA packs, like card packs. It's that, but for real shit. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I, having one of those jobs was me amazing. That was though, sick. Dude. That was insane. But like those those guys, I would. Definitely not try to believe their credibility. I'll never, yeah, never. Yeah, but honestly, like the communities I'm kind of into of like super, like custom computer building. Type yeah, people who are passionate about finding yes. the best. These things. people are like really intelligently analytical and in how like they understand how components work and how the electricity works and, and how, and how voltage works and how these compute units and the computers actually process information. So like at that level, like there's a high level of integrity because it's like. If you lie or bullshit about something, you get fucking eaten alive because everyone's pretty well versed on what's going on, you know? That's why that's that's something uh, me and Nick were talking about, like that we like about you. It's like whenever I need to know what's what might be like the best thing, I'll mm-hmm. just ask Kion, just because like I you have your own top ten list on everything. I fucking there's nothing I love more, <laughs> more than the best than putting way more research <laughs> into something. Holy shit, dude! You give me any object on Amazon. <laughs> I'll fucking I'll study blankets for like two weeks and I will like break down to you in a presentation why I've deduced this blanket's the best one. I, I tried doing that with like fans because I love the look of the Dyson fan. They're beautiful. They're they're fucking beautiful, but apparently they're shit because they always end up fucking up. Mm-hmm. And it's also like four hundred and fifty dollars. So yeah. I went on this whole like this this whole tangent of finding out what the best fucking fan is. And I ended up going, I don't even need it, to be honest. I don't even need a fan. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so exhausted of all this yeah, time I put into exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, um, man. And then it's like, the, the second it came to like buying it, I was like, am I really going to spend like this much money on a fucking fan? And oh, I was like, no. No, no, you're not. I like, think that there's, yeah. there's always a line, I think, of like, with any product you buy, right? There's like, of course, there's the low end stuff, which mm-hmm. is exactly that, right? Like, you're spending for what you're getting. Um, and then once you dip into the higher tier of things, there's this level of like, I'm paying a premium for something better. And then right above that, you have, I'm paying a premium for a look yeah. or I'm paying a premium for an aesthetic or I'm paying a premium for a name. You know, there's this like middle ground of like that paying you, extra money for good features, but not flipping up into the extreme of things. And, and you know? finding that is really hard. Yes. And it's so enjoyable when you do find it. Yes. Like this, uh, like fucking discovering some sort of like one off sock company. That, that makes that like makes kind of pricey, socks. but makes very comfortable, amazing, long lasting fucking socks, you know? And it's like, I think what's so funny about that subset, it's just like once it's discovered and it shoots into popularity, it flips. That product like goes mainstream. It's too large scale. Like once something reaches this point of 
Like mm-hmm. when, once something's a huge operation, there's no way to keep quality. Quality control naturally did. That literally That's, happened. I can tell you this. This happened with Bose headphones. Yeah. So nobody knew about Bose headphones back when I was like in middle school, high school. And everybody would buy Beats. Everyone would tell me like, yo, buy fucking Beats. I'm like, dude. And I would like listen to their headphones because I was like, I'm not that I'm like an audiophile, but I do enjoy like bass and music. And mm-hmm. it's fun because I listen to EDM. So 90% of it is what the quality of sound is. Yeah. And I remember like I had these pair of headphones Bose QC15s. Maybe the greatest headphones I've ever gotten in my life <laughs> to this day. Because I remember it would just, it would give me chills listening with these headphones. As they got newer versions came out, as it got more popular, then Bose became the, the, the headphones to wear when you're on a fucking airplane. So all they gave a shit about was the noise canceling. Yeah. And, um, and then the actual noise quality was fucking horrible. And yeah. I'm, top of that people next to me could hear the music because it was made with such cheap material because by the way when something becomes popular it has to go into mass production yeah so if it's something that takes if sometimes some things take time to make it like very like you know well made that's the reason why like apple uses sweatshops because these kids are working like 95 fucking hours to make these phones and stuff and 90 percent of their money goes into rebuilding the the components and you know finding a way to manufacture yeah. Components. And I'm completely making this up because I fucking, it just makes sense to me that it would. But, um, dude, it's so shit now. And I can't even go back to it. And now they have $400 headphones. Yeah. The, the NC700s. And guess what? When I looked at like the spec differences, it's not even that big. I, the microphone this, got better. This is something I've only scratched the surface of because there's a very, very intricate community. I know, I know. In high-end audio equipment. I asked you about it because I was like, hey, man, what's the best headphones I can get? And it's kind of hard. It's hard because it's like I've put a decent amount of hours into kind of looking into this, but at the same time, like, it goes really fucking deep. And it's just like... And at the same time, what's crazy is like audio and listening is a very subjective experience, you know? I know, yeah. So it's like one thing I learned about myself is I like really bass-heavy headphones. Me too. You know? So it's like... So what I've tried to like look into is like the most feature packed um, in terms of like, so what do I want? I want wireless connectivity. Mm-hmm. I want good active noise cancellation. And I want really solid, like low end bass frequency. And, you know, it's like when you talk to audio files, they don't like that. They like what's called like a neutral sound signature, which is like um, the frequency is as even as possible to the point of just like you're you're getting the most accurate representation of how that is supposed to sound theoretically, right? So that's what they pursue. They pursue like oh, okay. neutralness in their sound and and super accurate sounds to how like it was supposed to sound, right? But it's like I know I don't like that. So it's like I can't even go to those resources. That sucks. You know? So it's like it's like confusing for me cuz it's like the super knowledgeable people don't want what I want. Cause that's like not what they like, and like the surface level people want what I want, but no one at the surface level knows. The you know fuck what it is? is the good one. They probably those those audiophiles enjoy sound so much that they enjoy like Beethoven's fucking like symphony, and they mm-hmm. want to hear the the instruments in a certain way. But it's like there's also some people who are like, "Hey man, when I'm working out at the gym and the bass is heavy and the it's a little obnoxious, I I have chills down my spine." Exactly. Right, it's like, drop. You're talking about like two different subsets exactly. of people now. Exactly. You know, it's like 
you know, find me some dude who's equal parts bodybuilder and equal parts audiophile. And like, you know, like yeah, that's the guy who's interesting. And I want to ask questions. Exactly. But it's like, it's true. It's like, those are different markets. And it's like looking into my subset, thankfully a lot of amazing YouTube reviewers out there. Mm-hmm. And also websites like Artings, amazing. They go into really in-depth Wait, reviews. Wait, what's Artings? Is that Artings. what it's called? Artings.com. They do really in-depth reviews of all like headphones. Like that's it. And TVs. Those are the, <laughs> those are the two markets they hit. Dude. And it's just like. So they'll show you like the frequency response charts. They'll show you like uh, relative breathability uh, with like tests on like the heat mapping of the ear, like kind of shit. Wow. And like size of it. And then like. These guys uh, love this shit, huh? Yeah. So it's just like, and it's like the best part about it is like it, it they, they give you a lot of in-depth information that's useful, whether you're like hardcore into this stuff or, or not. not. Hardcore into yeah. This stuff. But it's like at the same time, I don't think because I've seen some people who go into like hardcore audio shit, audio file shit. They tackle more like general consumer products when there's like companies you've never even heard of making earphones and headphones that are like fifteen thousand dollars that are that amazing. Like Sixty four dudes in a room use like that's <laughs> like that's insane. it, and it's just like so it's, it's just crazy. Audio files is a whole subset of humans that just and, know and so dude, much. And that's another issue is like since I know that there's a lot of uh, money driven speech or what did you call money driven uh, reviewing. Money. Yeah, like like paid reviews. Yeah, paid and, reviews. And sponsored reviews. Yeah, and, and it's like I whenever like there's some things that I don't really give a shit about, but I do want the best thing for, um, which would be uh like, fuck, I can't I can't come up with an example right now, but let's say um what was I googling the other day, like a charger mm-hmm. or a backpack, like I when when you told me that your brother was super into backpacks, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I, want, I have so many questions for him. And then I tried looking it up on YouTube. And I was like, oh, dude, 90% of these fucking backpacks are like 40 bucks, which is not what I'm looking for. It's like they're looking for affordability. And I'm looking for that zone that you were talking about. It's like the, the premium quality for a premium mm-hmm. cost, but is worth it. Yeah. And it's not for the brand name. Yeah. Like my brother will pay like 200 bucks for this backpack. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he'll but pay this for, backpack like, will last forever and it's going to be yeah, part of who you are. Exactly. And it's just like those are like the golden goose companies. And like you have to get in early to benefit because at some point they're going to get discovered by a general and populace then become and they're going to expand and that quality is going to decrease. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no company out there that increases production and increases quality at the same time. That shit always goes opposite, especially like now that I'm working at L'Oreal and like I see high volume production, dude, it's fucking crazy. No, it is not, crazy don't talk how about like it too much. Just, well, yeah, <laughs> just like how intense and like long supply chain gets, you know. Especially the bigger a company gets, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure things at L'Oreal did not run this way 50 years ago, but it's like now it's like every product has to go through a fucking million and a half steps, and a launch will take like a year plus. Just because of bureaucracy. Just because of every step it needs to hit and every person it needs to see and every person needs to approve it. And it's just like on top of that, you have all these people who are balancing so many fucking projects at once that they like. They don't even care sometimes. To some extent, yeah, like they don't care. It's just like you have this. In the end, you get a fucking average tube with nothing special about it. Mm -hmm. It's just this colored tube with some artwork on it and a cap. And they're all pretty standard from whatever suppliers we got them from. And it still took like a year and a half to get there. Jesus. You know, so it's like there's no way you will ever see increased production and equal level quality, if not higher. Dude, it's fucking. 
Oh my god. Just being a consumer now is so it's so mind fucking. Too many choices. Too many choices. Too many choices. Nick talked about it. He's like, dude, I just wish like we only had like two choices, and I could like my brain would just be settled in the fact that, you know, I spent I waste most of my time is wasted on figuring out what the best shit is, and now I just get tired and I'm like, fuck it, it's expensive. Hopefully, it's good. That's the struggle of our generation. I think like we, even news, we have way too much access even to news. everything, and there are just too many choices to make. Like, dude, news, like, when I look at shit, I'm like, why the fuck am I reading some bullshit about some senator that I really don't give a shit about? Versus, like, actually, Google has this cool thing where it has news for you. Mm -hmm. The the for you section is phenomenal. Like, good and bad things about um, your data being sold everywhere is you do sometimes. (laughs) They can really cater stuff to you. Yeah. And, uh, but sometimes it gets super annoying. Like, remember when I mentioned, uh, I mentioned something at your house and immediately my phone was giving me ads for it. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, you're so obvious. Like, it's, it's like, wait, wait. sometimes it's so obvious. Like, the ad's targeted towards me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dude. I, the fact that you put this up here, it makes me fucking hate you. And I don't want I hate, I hate, hate, hate when I Google something. And then, like, for weeks after, I'm plagued by ads about that mm. object. Like, I visit Logitech's website. Like once. And everywhere I go, it's just like Logitech ad, Logitech ad. Until they realize I'm not taking the bait and it slowly fades slowly. into the next thing yeah. that I fucking searched or looked up. That shit's so annoying, but also on some level kind of impressive. Yeah. You had other shit you want to talk about, right? Um, yes. So another topic I want to talk about was uh, the perception of like one's education and how much of like a profound impact it has. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like... Uh, I started off my first two years in school uh, as a computer engineering student. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty good at it, I guess. Uh, I was always good at math and, like, logic. And um, I went to, like, a decent enough school. You know, like, it was, like, known in our area. And it's just like, oh, you go to that school? Oh, you're probably smart and good at math. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, the review ratings yeah. on our high schools is pretty high. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I'm talking about college specifically. No. Oh, yeah, your yeah. school. Okay, so, okay. Um, so with that. Is weird because I made a transition into becoming an industrial designer, um, which is like a product design based major with a lot of like prototyping and 3D modeling and rendering and that kind of thing. And it's just like seeing people's perception of me shift is so crazy because like people when you say you're an engineering student, they just assume you're intelligent. You know, you say you're a design student, they just assume you're dumb. You know, there's such this heavy handed and like blatant favoritism of like logic and math it's mm-hmm. like crazy because like after being in both i can tell you some of the dumbest people in my life were taking engineering classes with me and they were fucking just you know like not smart no critical thinking they fucking regurgitated facts from a book and you know they cut corners where they could to make their gpa and like on the flip side becoming a design major there's a couple kids in my class where i'm just like holy shit this kid's work ethic is and like crazy is crazy this kid the way he thinks about things is like fucking brilliant and it's just like and it's just, but it's just so much harder for him to prove it out there you know yeah it's like he it's like some people who are very smart and uh like they the what they do does not reflect on or like and on a social whatever however it's uh perceived socially yeah doesn't reflect on how smart they actually are 
you, you know what really got me thinking into this topic? Hmm. Uh, back on Reddit. So do you remember uh, LeBron James made a comment about um about China that yeah. he shit on? I remember completely. it was the buzzwords, but yeah. <laughs> but basically, he just like he was like telling like though there's consequences to your actions for the people like fighting for freedom in China, and rightfully so. It was like, oh my god, go f- fuck LeBron, blah blah blah. And then um at one point LeBron made a comment about I think one of the owners of the teams who like tweeted about something um like in support of those people I forgot the exact details basically LeBron said a comment against him right mm-hmm. and then people started commenting like oh why the fuck would a basketball player be talking to like a guy that graduated from MIT and then in my head it was like mind boggling to me because I was like this dude is like a decade and a half, if not more, removed from college. Mm-hmm. How are you still using someone's college to define them? Exactly. Oh, no wow. one, no one should be defined by something that far in their past. You know, people should be defined by their recent actions. You know, and it's like how that's like one disrespectful towards LeBron. Like one, I obviously disagree with what he said, but it's just yeah. like discrediting him because of his role, and then crediting the other guy. For, it's kind of weird because, like, I'm with what the dude said. I forgot who he is, but and I'm against LeBron. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I find it super disrespectful to, like, diminish LeBron because he plays basketball as a thing and then uplift this guy because he went to an Ivy League 15 years ago. Like, what if this kid was just fucking rich and had it all handed yeah, to him? Yeah, it happens all the time. It, it, all it, the time. Back on the LeBron thing, people talk about, they're like, the genius of Le- like G- LeBron James is genius. And they say why. They're like, he can tell you play by play what was happening on the court. Like, if you ask him about what happened on the court, he can tell you play-by-play play what everyone was doing and what he had to do in order to, like... Or, like, what would be the best uh, action, like, best approach to, like... And it's like, the dude might not, not be, like... He might not have, like, gone to college or anything, but it's like... he being That's good the at kind of mind that if he was propped up like a rich fucking white kid in mm-hmm. the U.S., like, he could have been, you know, MIT graduate fucking genius... You know, it's like, it's just such a weird convention to me that people will still use the unit. I'm going to say this real quick, not to shit on anyone that goes to Ivy League schools, Mm -hmm. but like all it took was working hard for like four years of your life. That's all that means. You know, all Ivy League schools mean is that between the ages of like 13 and 18, you did really well in school and you worked hard. And I'll give you that credit. You did work hard to get there, but it was for that five-year period of your life. And then once you got into Ivy League, you probably cruised from there. Yeah. You know, And opportunities just opened up because you dropped the name of your school and you just took jobs because you dropped the name of your school. And after that, it's like you had a great job because of school. And guess what? You have one great job with a big name. All you're getting after that is great jobs with big names. Exactly. And it's just like, so this dude... 20 years out from college like dude that means absolutely nothing talk about his recent merits to define his character mm-hmm. not something so far in his past you know like what a shitty thing to do to diminish someone who's accomplished so much like lebron even though i disagree with him again yeah. like just to bring up this dude's college experience from 15 years back dude so just to bring two more examples of people in the in the sports industry who are like geniuses um kobe bryant has started a tech company um, after like retiring and they're like, how the fuck did you like, how did, how are you able to do this? And they're like, he's like, Oh dude, when I was 20, like 25, he talks about, it, he's like, when I was 25, I realized I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like that's smart. And then he's like, 
while everybody was fucking partying and shit, I just started reading about like business and all this stuff. And he's like, the information's out there. So I just, I did what I did for basketball and I practiced and, and learned and like studied. And now I, now I'm able to do this. I've, and he's like, it's even more rewarding than basketball. Cause it's like, this is, this is something you could do forever. Exactly. You know? It's like, it's not based off athletic ability. His it's based effort, off like yeah. your thoughts and yeah. your intelligence. And then same thing with this uh, football player who retired. I think it was Andrew Luck. Like, or some, I think it was Andrew Luck. We, I might, he might not be the right football player, but he straight up just retired. And he's like, dude, I made enough money. Like, and I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get CT like everybody else. Like I'm healthy. I made a shit ton of money. I'm going to fucking bounce. Well, like Early, I'm out of the game. You know, yeah. It's like, now I'm just going to live off this money and do whatever I want. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. So. And the, those people aren't as smart. It's like, dude, engineers, like, like, like you said, I know engineers who are fucking retarded. They're too. dumb, dude. <laughs> no, they're, they're not fucking yeah. like. You can you can do math and you can be smart analytically and have no fucking common sense. Also, dude, there's dumb people in everything. My my one of my my dentist that I was shadowing one time because when I hated my life, um, he he was like, guess what you call the uh the person who scored the lowest on their um exams in like med school? Hmm. And I was like, what? He's like, doctor. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. That's crazy. You're so right. You're like, he's still, that's the thing. There's like every job still has shitty and good people at it. Mm -hmm. There's still shitty doctors out there. Why are you assuming everyone's a, dude, I'm an Arab. All right. I know a lot of fucking doctors. (laughs) I know a lot of fucking doctors and I promise you they are doctor by name. You know, they are not intelligent people. They are not people I would trust with my life or anything. I wouldn't trust them with a fucking common cold. I'd be like, you you, I heard stories about the shit you did in college, and your ass is a doctor. Yeah, like no way, dude. It's sheer willpower. These people are don't don't get me wrong. These people have all the willpower in the world to get these yeah. things done, but they have no passion for like. It's just grind. Yeah, just it's like just sit down and fucking. They're great do at it. grinding, and dude, my therapist. Okay, we'll take one education like level like a, a, under being a doctor. My therapists. I have yet to meet someone, and you, we were talking about this earlier. I was like, mm-hmm. I have yet to meet someone that I'm like, fucking. I think I'm I'm better at this than you are. Like, like you, because again, it's just another job. Yeah. Think about think about when you go to Taco Bell, dude, and you go to the drive through. How many times have you gone to the drive through? And at some points, you're like, oh, that guy was an asshole. That guy sucked at his job. That guy mm-hmm. forgot a lot of shit. And then you met other guys, and you're just like, holy shit, this <laughs> that guy killed good. my yeah, order. Yeah. He was super nice. He was quick. That was awesome. It's like any other fucking job, dude. Every job has people who fucking suck at it and people who are really good at it. So there's this lady at fucking Wendy's mm-hmm. who used to work at Wendy's, now works at McDonald's at the cashier. I fucking love this lady because <laughs> first off, made customer uh, customer relations. I talked about this before. Like whenever uh, somebody who works in like any like industry creates a relationship with their customer, I fucking love it. Like the lady recognizes me. She's like, I see you a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say something or be nice to you. And whenever she like, whenever she sees me, she knows exactly what sauces to put in the fucking bag. And sometimes she'll give me like extra sauces. Cause she's like, yeah, I'll hook it up for you. Like, you know what? And I'm like, I love you. I literally go. I love you. You know what? I bet you if that bitch had a more, an easier upbringing. I'm pretty sure she's a manager right like, now. That streamlined so, her into success. She'd yeah. be fucking up there. You know. I'm pretty sure she's like on the upper echelon right now of like. Good for her. And you know what? I hope that lady succeeds and her family fucking kills yeah, it. I hope her fucking family kills it. Dude, just be good at. It's like I get it. Your job sucks. 
and I, I made this comment before. I'm like, when it comes to heavy labor, I totally get it. Heavy yeah. labor, don't fucking break your back for anybody. But when it comes to like, you know, regular, you know, menial tasks, just just do it fun for yourself. Just so you can say that you did your job good. Like, I, I did my job well. That's what I did today. No matter what. Well, I tend to disagree. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, fucking entry-level minimum wage jobs are built on high turnover rates. They're built on exhausting you and making you hate it to the point you quit because there's an infinite supply of people mm-hmm. that are like willing to work for a short amount of time and then like cycle out. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, those jobs, it's just like, I'll be honest, bro, fucking working at L'Oreal, I'm making much more money than working at Moe's and I promise you I'm doing less work. <laughs> like there's just no way to beat around the bush. I have so much more space in between meetings and tasks that I need to get done. It's like, it gives me room to do those extra initiatives that I told you about, like with the committee I put together and should I do like, it gave me that free time just in how it's structured. And those things I did with my free time, just make me look even better. The company is like, Oh shit, he's a go getter. He gets shit done on his own. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that opportunity wasn't at Moe's. Obviously one, I was fucking running around cleaning and, Putting assholes. You still got together. promoted a month in, though. I got promoted a month in because the assistant manager got arrested and went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got promoted. And then she just looked at me and was like, "Oh shit, uh, you seem decently well put together and actually like a competent human. So yeah, you can be like a shift supervisor now." And I was like, "Okay, word." Austin actually, I was talking to his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Austin. Do you know which Austin I'm talking about? Asian Austin. Lee. Yeah, yeah, Austin Lee. Yeah, nobody's gonna find him, but um. Yeah, I was talking to Austin's dad about it, and Austin's oh, dad. Oh shit! I said his last name. Yeah, I was like, I was hoping I didn't want to like shout out his full name. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I, with the, when it comes to the Asian, my Asian friends, I'm like, ah, it's fine, dude. It's for thousands of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was talking to Austin's dad, who his job, I'm pretty sure. I was like asking about it. He said that he basically hires people to be vice president. He's basically like a, like a crazy HR person. Yeah, and um. I was like, oh, like, what's the biggest issue? He's like, competency. Most of these motherfuckers have all these degrees, like, or all, all these, like, um, like Harvard, Stanford, all these fucking things making them seem smart. But when I say, when I give them a problem, they don't know how to figure it, figure it out. Like, that, what's so funny about that is like, I had to have this conversation with my mother where it's just like, she's in like a high level position in hospital. She works as like a lab director, right? And, like, my mom is disgustingly good at her job. Mm -hmm. She goes in there, every lab she's ever worked at, she goes in there and completely turns it around, cuts a shit ton of costs, makes the lab run more efficiently, saves the hospital a fuck ton of money, and does things really well, right? But at the end of the day, my mother is kind of an asshole, and she's hard to work with, which has had her, like, clash a lot with, like, her managers or, like, the people like the president of the hospital, like the vice president of the hospital, because like those are the only two fucking people above her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can't do that. What's more important, what's funny is like, although she's extremely competent and good at her job, to some level, a huge part of success is just likability. And like, yeah. and I'm just like, mom, you could be worse than you are now. And as long as you're likable, you'll probably get promotions and you'll probably make it places. Yeah. And it's just like, that's just the nature of the game. You, at the end of the day, Honestly, it's not about being good at what you do. It's about being decent at what you do and making people around you like you. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, it's funny that he's looking for competency because it's like these people are all trying to sell their personality with their degrees. So my aunt is basically your mom 
but like wish she was a nicer person but um she was she was like the head she runs something I, I remember she wore like executive clothes in the hospital remember when i told you i'd walk around and people would like bow to her yeah so the words she would use when she was upset is she wouldn't go what the fuck are you doing or like you're an idiot or you know what i mean like, it wasn't like aggressive but she would go this is unacceptable and and then when the person was like what do you mean she's like listen this is all i'm telling you it's unacceptable like what would you like you know what I mean? Like you gotta act like you you like wanna you want this place to succeed, and I can't t- take that. Like, and it's just her. It's it's literally just the, the way you use words. Yeah, is how is what correlates to like how, how people respond to it. I have to even do it with my parents when I argue with my parents, and I tell them like, oh yeah, like how you structure words it makes a huge difference on how people. Take yeah, people it. don't get that. It's like I get it. Your point makes total sense, but you have to. You have to present it in a way where it's like digestible. That's that's when you know people who say like, "Oh, I'm just like direct and to the point," and like that's why people don't like yeah, you're me. You're fucking idiot. You're that's what dumb. you are. Yeah, you're, you're fucking literally... dumb. It's not about lying. It's about restructuring how you frame things. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's about learning how to communicate properly. That was me in fucking middle school and high school, dude. It's all of us. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just straight to the point. Like, I'm just real. I'm straight up. And it's people, like, no, you're not. Uh, yeah, you're dumb. That's what you are. You're dumb, and you don't know how to communicate. Yeah, that's yeah. your issue. Get people, get people to listen to you. That's a real impressive. Like, Here's my feat. funny. Like my mom, so so fucking good at being a leader. Mm-hmm. She's so good at commanding respect. Yeah, she's so good at like making people do what they need to do mm-hmm. her only issue is she's so arrogant that like she like the reason she would get in trouble is because she would clash with the people above her by being like like i know you're above me but my idea is better than yours so i'm not doing your and idea. that and, and that's yeah, what that's what her. yeah that's the issue where it's just like as shit as it is the real way the world runs is making your manager happy because you cannot work in an environment where the person above you doesn't like you they will make your life a living hell because that's just how the world works. Yeah, and that's gotta, why you need to make. You got to be like a you. little like it's not being fake, but it's you got to be a little subservient. Yeah, a little. Subservient. You have to recognize their power. Make it seem like it's their idea. People in powerful places need their power recognized. Yeah, you know, or you can't undermine that shit. And my girlfriend's calling in the middle of the podcast. Shout out to Kate, but stop fucking calling. It literally just deafened me. Oh, um, you heard it in your headphones? Yeah, it was like the loudest sound ever. That's it's so fun. funny. Actually, going back to real quick, we were talking about like the perception of education. Um, another I, like huge issue I have with that topic that we like touched upon but didn't dive into is the fact that like your family life, right? Like how you were raised, how toxic or not toxic your family was, right? Um, your financial situation, how wealthy your family was, your personal just ailments and issues all also play such a massive role in your education and like what you do into high school because like let's face it no one in high school is smart enough to know what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. everything you did in high school was probably on direction of your parents whatever standard they set is like the thing you followed through with and it's like all of those again have a massive impact on like what college you go to and that also is a huge perception beyond like your degree obviously like like I said, like going to an Ivy League just sets you up so well. And it's just like, it's so weird to me. Also, like when you hit maturity, right? Yeah, like that's when what you, be- you talked. That was yeah, a great like point. when you become, when you literally hit puberty, 
makes such a huge role in it because like if you mature a little bit faster and you recognize how significant that move is a little bit faster you're at a huge advantage Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i even think about it to the point of like even high school sports dude let's be realistic the people who make it into college teams and like go on to play pro sports they they hit puberty puberty early they They were physically more menacing freshman year than anyone else out there dude they say like lebron james was like six foot five when he was like a freshman it's like yeah no shit this kid i tutored his little brother did football Mm -hmm. he was in eighth grade about to enter high school that he went to like uh one of like the local high schools that's known for football like Mm -hmm. private schools and they pulled in a kid from alabama who at 14 was six foot five and like 260 pounds. Yeah, just a straight cannon. Yeah, and it's just like, of course that kid's fucking gonna go into the NFL. Look how early he's been just like built into this machine and then built to play football, you know? It's just mm-hmm. like, so taking that level to like maturity, same exact shit. Those are the kids, those kids who went to Ivy League, like don't feel bad because a lot of them either had their parents pushing and prodding them to make sure it happened or they like recognized how important that was before everyone else did yeah and it's just like so like just adding in all those factors it's just like it's so annoying almost when people like up play degrees or up play you know fucking where they went to school because like i'll admit yeah if someone went to an ivy league they probably have an inclination of being hardworking, right and mm-hmm. they probably carried that into the rest of their life right but that's just a probability you know so it's like taking this dude that lebron james made a comment on 30 years out of college i've increased like the time yeah yeah like and then like basing the merit of his statements just because he went to an ivy league like that's such a crazy concept dude my father is a professor and i think he's one of the dumbest people (laughs) i just just get no but it's like it's a good point it's like like people who have this idea of like you're smart because you have this uh type of education this degree my dad is one of the most had one of the most troubling childhoods ever like and this is something we wanted to talk about was like how we live in the worst we live in the worst possible scenario as someone going through history Mm -hmm. where our parents are technically dumber than us Mm -hmm. because we were born in this area where the internet was introduced while we were growing up right we have all this access to information and, over them and our parents did not and we grew up and like growing up gets stunted a little bit as you get older in terms of like maturing and what your ideals are and shaping your ideals especially at a time where you didn't know that like there uh, like like we i feel like us even when we turn 40 50 and get into the upper echelon of our age, I think we will still be able to be like, uh, be able to change our values depending be on a bit more malleable. Exactly. You know? Cause like we are raised to be more open but to our, ideas our and parents, being unique. Our parents did not. No, they, they were fucking it. set in their ways. And you're, you're technically smarter than your fucking, it's crazy. I dude, my, my parents are so dumb and it's just like, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people who like are just like, you know, wait, my parents are like smart and stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you're convincing yourself of that. Just like, think about it for a moment. Like all the things, you know, and you've experienced and like the troubling thing of our generation is we're so hyper aware of things, you know, yeah. we overthink, we get anxious because we have so many decisions to make. We put this pressure on our shoulders. We have to fix this dying world that our parents thrust in our laps because they were too dumb to recognize what they were doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like 
we just have all these things working against us and it's just like no yeah like we are so much more versatile and we're so much more competitive yeah so, dude it's so like the job getting jobs are tough because we're all really fucking smart yeah like we're all good we're all we we're all good at this shit you know, like we're all gunning for for high positions. We're like none of us want to be complacent. We want to keep moving up. We want to move around. We want to make changes to our lives. And just like let's think of our parents, dude. A lot of you had parents who were just like, oh, I've been at this company for thirty years. I would die. I would not. Yeah, if, <laughs> there's no way I'd like to be for thirty. Yeah, there's no way I'd like to be for thirty years. And at the same time, like they're dumb. Our parents are dumb. My dad, honestly, one of the dumbest humans I've ever met in my life super 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 dumb guy and at one point in time he had his own business that was extremely successful extremely successful it crashed and burned because he's dumb but like i'm like how the fuck did he get there in the first place i've just realized who this guy was and at first you go oh my god my dad's so smart because he did this and then you're like oh no it was just being mediocre is all it took to be It was just the generation had it easy, bro. Education was cheaper. (laughs) Fucking jobs were everywhere. People were just like, I'm starting companies left and right now. Fuck it. And houses were cheaper. They just had to walk a straight line and they did. That's all. That's how dumb they are. They had to walk (laughs) in straight lines to achieve success. And then some of them still stumbled along the way. Dude, do you know what it's like to have your father like who I've, I've held in such high regards for most of my life? Yeah. And then one of his meaningful comments to me, or at least he tried was hey just make sure when you get married they don't have a lot of siblings because you have to make all the siblings happy and i was like dad what the fuck that was the most profound advice you yeah, could yeah. give me he's like he's like he's like hey man and it's like and the reason why i say this is like the most profound advice he never gives me advice <laughs> he never <laughs> so he really thought the statement was so important he had to share like, yeah, it yeah. with you just because like, this is the wisdom i need to yeah, yeah. just because he was dealing with my my mom my mom having AIDS, which is by the way my mom's family way more healthy than my dad's family <laughs> don't get me right like i love my mom's family shout out to everybody um but uh i was just like like do you know how you're like what? he said it to me and i was like at first i was like yeah yeah that that makes sense and then like a year later like like now i'm like i think back to like, i'm like hey what kind of advice did my dad give me when i was growing up and then i'm like oh no that's the dumbest shit that he's <laughs> I ever i can't believe he he said that to me seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah he actually thought he was helping me out with that one yeah it's like oh, i don't think it really matters how many siblings they have i, I think it's about liking the other person yeah that's like also you got married in a arranged marriage i can't respect you and and it relationship you didn't advice. have a choice dude when my mom tries to give me relationship advice i fucking die oh my god i fucking die laughing because i'm like dude you they didn't... don't know anything yeah they literally i think don't. we are in this such an awkward subset of like it's horrible first generation americans with like traditional ass old parents from different cultures mm-hmm. and then it's just like our parents are simultaneously so dumb and useless and then also put us in this terrible place of like struggling with our identity between both cultures. Yeah. And then like on top of that, like the mental distress and anxiety of just like being in a new world that nobody really understands. Yeah. And it's just like, even something I've recognized recently, I was just like, Holy shit. I've been at such a huge disadvantage my whole life in terms of like, think about all the fucking white kids we grew up around and all the opportunities that were thrust in their lap because fucking, 
Papa Papa John knew every mm-hmm. fucking neighbor in town. Nepotism and, and all this good oh shit. Oh my god, and just adopted a job for his son or like we went to Cindy's Halloween party. I'm like my parents didn't show up to shit. They couldn't speak English. My, my parents have no friends in America. They have no friends in America except other Arabs they happen to walk And I hate on. them so much. <laughs> and it's just like my parents didn't have I mean uh, I mean to be fair, I think this is more my parents thing, but it's just like mm-hmm. they weren't as cognizant of like I had a kid. I need to start a college fund for them. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't have that thought. And that comes so naturally to anyone who's like a few generations deep in America. Yeah. And they just know the status quo of just like, this is how you do things. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the path you need to take. Uh, my parents were dumb and shit, but like they really struggled in figuring it out when they came here. And, you know, like and the only reason why they made it was because like it was easier back then. Because it was easier it back then. And they had like some semblance of hard work, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like. It's crazy, and it's just like it's. I don't even mean to say that as in like to like complain you know about though? it, but like I really have had a rougher time. So you know how we, typical, we, like, co- we know how we complain about like how it's a harder world out there. Yeah, in third world countries, they're not even giving opportunities to young people. People are getting out of college. Like my mom talk like talks about um people from like my age group that are at Iran right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dude, they literally, everybody's going to drugs because they, they, they come out of college. Nobody wants them. The only, like over there, getting into Harvard means having a normal life or the, the Iran's version of Harvard mm-hmm. means having a normal life, being able to go to America and making real money. Yeah. Like it's honestly, it's, as much as I complain, it's the youth over there are getting way fucked. fucking rougher for them. I'm at least like, I can do okay. Even here, in Europe, even in Europe. It's not that good. Like, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's not. I'll be honest. I know very little of world affairs. My experience is like Artan's uh, cousin. Mm -hmm. What's his name? Burke? Burke? Burke. I don't think that's that's his cousin's friend. All right, his cousin's friend. It's like these, and like a lot of people that I've met from like, you know, either they're rich as fuck. Also, by the way, so we had like Australian people come, (laughs) Australian people as if they're like things. Uh, we had them come to our fraternity and join our fraternity, mm-hmm. and they were all wealthy. And well, I mean, like, yeah, if you're traveling to a new country for school, bro, you're fucking loaded. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were still studying abroad, and I was just like, what? Well, yeah, studying abroad is a very privileged thing to do. I know, I know, I know. But I was just like, I, it was like a weird, it was like a moment of like, honestly, for me. I was like, why aren't any of you guys like, like kind of like, you know. Not rich. Yeah, not rich. Like just regular. And I was like, oh fuck. Like, oh yeah. Like you traveled mm-hmm. to another country to live there for a while for school. I mean, no, we could do it with uh, just by by the value of the money. Yeah, we have like the value of the American dollar. For them, it's extra expensive to go. Like the the UK dollar is worth like nickels and dimes. <laughs> it's not really. It's like a. Thir- I think it's like the pound. Uh, no, no, no. Like UK. There's a UK dollar. I'm pretty sure the United Kingdom dollar. I thought they use pound as currency. They don't. The U, the not UK. I'm saying Australia. I meant oh, Australian okay. dollar. The Australian dollar. Oh yeah, no, I keep it's fucking like, it up. Yeah. I don't think it's that cheap compared to our dollar. But, but it's it like is twenty. Lower. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like for a sixty dollar shirt they have to pay like eighty, which it's like that's still a significant. Yeah, they have they have a huge upcharge on everything. Yeah. So versus us. So think about it. Like they're punching up to come here. Yeah. It's like for them twenty. It might not be twenty grand. It might be like oh like thirty five. Yeah. Forty grand. Well, no, that's like doubling it. <laughs> like yeah, you know what I mean. I get your point. Better for the story. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely crazy. And it's like, if you ever hear stories of like how competitive it is in India, especially. Oh, over there. There's just so many fucking people. Uh, like, 
you getting a 99 on your means exams nothing. It means nothing. Everyone's getting 99s, dude. It's not about just 99s. It's about getting 99.99941. Like, mm-hmm. that's the fucking cutoff to get into their number one school. And, and that's like, why they come over here and they're like, um, I'm not like, yeah. don't, they don't have like critical thinking, but they're like, I can tell you everything that's in the book. Right oh my now. God, dude. Every Indian foreign exchange student in school, you can tell something like their life was fucking rough. Exactly. <laughs> they're just like working so hard and so diligently. That's literally my dad. And that's... just grinding out every day. Like, oh, uh, I can't do anything for the next four months. I'm studying eight hours a day every day. My my dad got a well paying job just so he could live poor. No, <laughs> no but it's like my dad. Um, he he like he's, he's very frugal with his money. Mm-hmm. And at first I didn't get it, and then I started hearing about his past where he was like, oh no, like imagine you came back from college, like your first year of college, and nobody nobody was home. You didn't know where you're gonna live. And you didn't know who was going to be paying for your tuition. Mm-hmm. And that is what life ga- gave you. And that's what happened to my dad. That's terrifying. Like That's actually something else I was discussing with a coworker today while we were on this mm-hmm. tirade of our generation versus the boomers. was just like, Fuck the boomers. how fucking <laughs> safe we play it. Yeah. Like, we do not take risks. We are so aware and we overthink things to the point where we're just like, no, no, no. I need to be safe with every step I take. Meanwhile, our dumbass parents were just waltzing into terrifying situations because they're like, I'll figure it out. Like, fucking come into a different country with two kids and a wife and, like, no money in your bank account. Shout out to my dad. Like, great fucking plan, dude. It worked out, I guess. I don't know how the fuck you did it, but it worked out. But it's like, it's like, are the consequences worse for us or are we just way more like hesitant was it was it nick's dad where he like left school with like a grand or something in debt or something like that yeah or it, i think you're saying that like his dad well, had like a grand or two in debt and it took him like 10 years to pay it off yeah and i was like and nick was like he's such a fucking idiot and i was like i was like that's crazy like that's crazy that i he can't believe go. he existed in that yeah. world yeah it it's was like, it really was easier back then well then i mean just, people will say like inflation but i don't know i don't, I don't know if like I've seen, okay, so I don't want to talk in my ass, but I have mm. seen charts of just like comparing um, how much money they made and how much money like we make in terms of like, like how much the average income in the U.S. has moved mm-hmm. versus average inflation of like real estate prices, yeah. average inflation of consumer good prices and average inflation of like uh, a college and education prices and all of them have like shot past how much we're making to an extreme degree, you know, like it's why they say the middle class is shrinking and there's being a bigger disparity between the poor and the super rich. Cause it's like all these things have gone up in price yet. Like the middle class people, the average person is not making that much more. Dude, Rutgers, uh, it's like their tuition is like crazy. Like, especially like for, for us, it's like, 16 grand a year I want to say which is about the same as NJIT which is reasonable for an in-state college and then what's crazy is like why is that reasonable yeah why is that the reasonable number and then my parents were like oh dude I'm paying $900 a semester dude how the fuck is the 16 grand now reasonable dude and then guess what I go to fucking and I go to Rutgers every time I go to Rutgers they're building new shit new and it's not just new shit like the biggest building they've ever made full of glass and architecture. And I'm like, 
And JIT just built how a full these, stadium. How are these motherfuckers? A full athletic center. I was like, how are these motherfuckers taking this much money from people when they're able, like, able to build this much shit? I fucking hate universities. Like, I mean, they've turned into a business. It's, it's disgusting. They're no longer about benefiting man. They're turned into like, how can we churn out profit for ourselves? It's insane. And it's like my, uh, when I, when I, my classes, cause Rutgers is like super, like, it's like one teacher per 400 students. And they're like, if you want a recommendation letter, you have to score above a stress. Like, I'm never going to get to know you. And what if I don't fucking like, what, what if I, I, I have like, I'm an anxious person. It's like, what if I don't have the ability to make a, a relationship with you mm-hmm. and everybody wants like recommendation letters now. And it's like. By the way, the people who are giving out recommendations don't even know they're fucking students. One of my buddies just got his professor. His professor was just like, you could do two things. I could write you a recommendation letter or you could write me a, uh, write a, write like a letter of recommendation for me and I'll sign off on it. That's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, that, that's that's how, what it's become. It's like people just... It's like... It's just this cookie cutter formula on yeah. what to do for... I literally, to get into I literally want to go back to my professors and be like, yo, dude... Give me a letter of recommendation. And if they go, why should I? I'll be like, because this system is bullshit. And I've come And back I gave you it. so much money. Fuck you for not helping me, like, with my life. Like, I don't owe you anything. You owe me this letter of recommendation. Like, I showed up to your fucking class. I stressed out over your exams that were way too hard for no reason. Give me this letter of recommendation. I want, I literally, like, I always fantasize about this shit. Because I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I'd be, honestly, to be fair, I bet if you reach out to a professor... Especially in like the beginning mm-hmm. of like spring when it's like right now in the middle of the year, no one's kind of asking for that shit. Just mm-hmm. ask them. Like, I'm sure they'd give it to you. Especially yeah. if you ask like the right nice professor. Yeah, I'm sure like some I of just, them realize. I fucking, fucking hate. There. It's like, dude, you know, it's like, how dare you? Um, like, how dare you uh, uphold standards of education when, like, you're yeah. teaching 400 Why? students. The second you t- taught 400 students, you don't give a shit about us. It's just like, why are you holding, like, why don't you realize all of this is for show? Yeah. And all of this is bullshit. And anything you do is only harming me and my future. Exactly. You're giving me a fucking number that goes on my resume and affects what job I get. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I get it. There has to be some sort of grading system in place to really rank people. But, like, it's just so corrupted. Why the fuck are so many professors, like, no one gets 100 in my class? Like, what in the fuck? You're out of your fucking what? mind. You're out of your fucking mind. What do you mind. mean? What do you mean? My, this is an arbitrary number for my success. How can I not get 100? My dad has had, um, like, I don't want to talk about it, but, like, my dad's had students reach out to him. And they're like, dude, I have a fucking family, like... This de- like if you just give me like a good grade on this degree, it could go a long way. My dad's like, all right, fuck it. Oh, fucking do my, that. My dad's like, I'll pass you. F- I don't I was, want. I was you actually to talking to my sister the other day, and we we're just like talking about like, dude, people who take shortcuts and cheat, go for it. Yeah, fucking do it. Yeah, I will not blame any person for taking advantage of things or cheating or lying or like scamming their way to places. Cause honestly, that's just how the world fucking works. Mm-hmm. The system is not designed to be fair as much as everyone wants to claim like capitalism gives everyone a fair chance. No, it doesn't. There's so many inherent flaws in our society and the world mm-hmm. that completely prevent that. So you know what? Everyone fucking my advice, do whatever you can to succeed. Yeah. I do fucking it. step on people's faces, lie, Cheat, um, scam, fuck integrity. It's a made up concept. 
I was literally like, I always fantasize about this situation, which is really fucked up. Is like just going up to my professors and being like, I have cancer. And all I want is for you to give me an A so I don't feel like a piece of shit before I go. And like, just see how they react. <laughs> I want to see if they call me so out on dark. it. I just be like, I just want to, I, I, I want to see if how they would react. I want to be like, so dark. I want to be like, do you really want to fucking do this to me? Like, does this really matter to you? Give me it. Do you want this to be on your conscience? Yeah, because I'll blame you. I like, I will go down and talk to everybody about how piece of, and like, just put them in that situation. Yeah, but also like, <laughs> they call your bluff, <laughs> and you survive because you never had cancer. And then boom, what, what, BuzzFeed, what and then check it out, BuzzFeed gets a hold of your story. And fucks and me. And the internet ruins you forever. Yeah, but that's a fucking, like, what? first of all, BuzzFeed's not going to get a hold of some random dude. This is if I become famous, and the guy's like, oh, yeah. And they dig into your and past. And I will talk about this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, this is just something I fantasize about. I'm not going to actually yeah, do it. Yeah, obviously, yeah, but, but like, that I, is fucked. I've also fantasized about, like, just going back to these people, but like, dude, I had to go through therapy just to get through your fucking class. Because I hated what I was learning, but the way the system works is when you change your mind, you have to pay extra money to this place. To stay even longer. Yeah. To take more classes that mean nothing. Yeah. Because you know what's the fucking harsh realization of graduating and working? Your degree meant nothing the whole time. Exactly. Nothing you learned there was ever relevant. It taught you how to maybe have a work ethic, and it taught you maybe to like learn how to do shit on your own. That's about it. The content of your classes was nearly useless. It's a fucking scam. Yeah. Everything's a fucking scam. And also, like, once you work in the corporate world and you realize you know what they would say how to you, useless though? everyone is? You know what the professors would say to you, though? What? They would be like, oh, then I would have to do it for everybody. And I'd be like, you should. Honestly, you should. Isn't that what you get yeah, paid yeah, for? Yeah. yeah. Aren't you here to give everyone here an equal opportunity to yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Your, your students who are falling behind, it's not because, like, 90% of the reason isn't is probably because, like, they're fucking, maybe this shit's hard. Maybe. It's like, don't blame us and hurt us because yeah. the school's fucking you. Yeah. The school should be profiting less and putting more money into its professors. Exactly. And its education and, the like, things that help our education. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be building new buildings to flex on their board of trustees. Yeah. They shouldn't be giving out massive amounts of money to everyone on their fucking shareholder like, meetings. The, in my intro to art class where 90% of the people get A's, I honestly think it should just be just like that, where they're like, hey, man, like... You showed up. Yeah. You did your work. Yeah. I can't blame you. Exactly. The one fucking annoying thing about being a design major, very subjective grading. There's no scale. There's no criteria to get an A or a B. It's your fucking professor's willy-nilly mood, you know? And the only thing that can benefit that is how much he likes you or how much effort Dude, he sees you put into Rutgers, it or she. Rutgers... Course. They, so ours is not really subjective. It's like, what do you know? But it's like the attention to detail on these questions is just unreasonable. It's like, I'm taking, this is an undergrad class. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what level you put, like if you make it more difficult or make it a spec, like no matter what, this is an undergrad class. And you're asking me questions that like, they're like, first of all, they don't give you most of them like. Like, remember study guides from high school? Yeah. You know what was great about study guides is it couldn't... It told you what you needed to yeah, know. Yeah, and honestly... It said, just get good at this shit. That's what I'm going to quiz you on. Exactly. And the, the it might be easy, but it's like, hey, dude, that's what, how life works. Like, you don't... Yeah. It's not like you walk into a job and, and they're, they're like, like figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah. They fucking give you a strict guideline of everything you need to do to work there, you know? 
It just made me. It just makes me so it's upset. annoying. It I, I remember that so with upset. like my math classes because like I got my math minor still. Calc two NJIT. Calculus two. Like forty average on every exam, and it's just like, what do you hope to teach us by purposefully making it so hard everyone fails? Mm-hmm. I think it's something like some crazy statistic of like, like sixty percent of like the students at NJIT take calculus two at a different school. Wow, because they just don't want to take it NJIT. And I think there's this like rumor floating around that like NJIT models its math curriculum after MIT, and I'm like, why? We've all that's, proven we're too mediocre to go that's to MIT. What, that's what Rutgers does. Why the fuck do you model that, them after that? Th- that's what Rutgers does, and they they model it by all these hard because they're like, ooh, we're gonna give you. It's like, hey man, I don't want to know that much. Most of these people who take these classes, a lot of people who go to Harvard and shit take like get like a communications degree. Or they get like some bullshit. Like uh, also, there's so many scandals in those schools. Exactly. Just, like grade boosting because they have a name. Oh, yeah, to it's, it's usually pass fail. Like yeah, like it's usually just pass fail. It's just there. like it's just so fucking ironic that it's easier for them mm-hmm. and then harder for us. And it's just like whoa, 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 but I already proved I work less hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I already proved I'm not as hard of a worker as that kid. Why the fuck am I suddenly held to the same standard? Yeah. That's unreal. Ah, oh, dude. I just remember, like, open-ended. I, I'd have these... I took these classes where, like, it would be open-ended uh, answers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, man, I can fucking explain to you what's going on. But I'm... I, like, you want me to remember the name of a molecule that was mentioned once in my fucking textbook? And you didn't even talk about it in class. And you, it's mentioned once in my textbook. You expect me to memorize every word on this page just because... That's what you think knowing this subject is. And by the way, I learned less from when you force me to learn everything. I learned less because I, I, I did this information seems arbitrary because I'm like, you could ask me anything. It's just like, like memorizing straight facts and regurgitating straight yeah. facts. There's like no critical thinking involved. Yeah. There's zero. And it's like, I can't give you this. I can't give you like, I need you to point me in a direction so that when I'm learning this things, these things, I, I don't want to have to go, I'm learning this, but this might not be on the exam. You know what's funny is like the most straightforward class I've ever had. And like I didn't even recognize it as mm-hmm. a blessing until after was my art history teacher in, in at NJIT. Like when I switched industrial design, I went to the design school. Mm-hmm. I was getting so pissed because like all my classes were like so subjective and I was used to like my engineering curriculum where it's just like, no, 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 like it's based off these numbers and this chart and yeah. whatever. And, but like this one class, it's just like every class had the same thing. He had a presentation, topics, explanations, information, took notes on that shit. Good. The test coming up covers all of those things we just did. Yeah. Nothing else. Again, midterm passes, rest of the semester, same pattern. Final, same exact shit. And he's like, maybe I'll throw in a couple cumulative things. But then he's like, nah, never mind, actually. You probably forgot that shit. It was so long ago. Both of those art history classes with that same professor, I got like a 97 and 98 in those classes. Because I was like, wait, this is so easy. Yeah. I barely even studied for the exams because I was like, okay, take really good notes and pay attention. That's all it took. And I did good in that class. And I was like, if every class is this fucking straightforward, one, I held a lot of that information to heart and I learned a lot because I was paying attention and mm-hmm. I took good notes and I didn't have to stress about studying because it's just like, 
if you take good notes and pay attention in class, you lose a lot of the need for studying. Yeah. Unless the course requires it because they don't teach you oh, anything. Oh, dude, at Rutgers, I learned it, it's pointless to go to class. Just the, fucking the, read the book because and the, take the test. In Rutgers, you know what's hard? You know what they consider di- challenging? It's not, oh, th- this... Uh, I don't even, like, challenging... Well, I think Rutgers, you mean as a biology major specifically, yeah, as not a bi- just, like, your yeah. school. As a biology major, it's, like, challenging is... I'm gonna give you way too much thing uh, shit to like memorize. Fucking, me- you better hope that you have everything memorized because I could ask you, and I'm gonna ask you 20, 50 questions on like, th- like pages on pages on pages on pages of fucking information, and whether or not you paid attention correctly, it, what they want you to do is remember all this information. I'm like, no, I don't want to. That's fucking. That doesn't help me. Yeah, that's that not doesn't mean anything. Like me knowing everything about, um, like, there's some trends. There's some trends. Like I took these this class on parasites where they're like, oh, this parasite. The difference between this parasite and this parasite is this one's located in West Virginia. And I'm like, why the fuck do I need to know that there's two? Like, like they they do the same exact thing. And they look basically the same, but they're just located on different fucking you know. And they, 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 you use the same shit to get rid of both of them. Oh, so there's not even a different treatment. Yeah, it's literally just so where it's located. what's the point of knowing them separately? It's like it, the location. Because it's a little bit different physiologically, just in case you want to know where it's from. And I'm like, <laughs> I fucking, I was like, dude, I fuck this shit. They all look the same. It's crazy. My human parasitology lab class, I've, everything when it came to like, I was like, this is what I think it is. And I know exactly what to write for that. But... When I looked at the picture, I was like, this looks exactly the same as the other one. Like, So you wrote about one, but it was the other one. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh, gotcha. But it's like, you didn't get what, me. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Why the fuck do they put gotcha moments? Yeah. Why do professors try so hard to actively fuck your grade? I don't know. What, like, they really do. And it's just like, how are you not realizing <clears throat> this dumb fucking number literally affects my life in a resounding way? Yeah. You affect totally my jumping off point from college into my career. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. It's making me so upset. It's just so hard growing up and realizing everything's a lie. I know. Dude, it's like our, our country was founded by fucking uh, scumbags. Scumbags. They, and somehow it's turned into people praising these scumbags and, on being amazing geniuses. And it's like they're not... It's like they, they, bro- they, they, they broke the law. They went against the British. They were like, I'm not going to fucking pay taxes. Fuck this. And then also, I like to enslave black people. Exactly. And it's just like, how are you still so sure they were right about how? How are we so? How do people swear by the Constitution? It's like, dude, this fucking piece of paper was written by people objectively dumber than us three hundred years ago. Uh, Yeah, objectively dumber, racist (laughs) assholes who were all wealthy white men. Yeah, all of them. How are you so sure this document was right for everyone? That's unreal to me. It's unreal to me that people will die by this. Yeah. And uh, it's like the people making decisions, old people, Nick was talking about, it's like old people voted out something, uh, voted against preschool education because they didn't want to pay taxes for it. Fuck old people. <laughs> I will say that a, a passionate same. opinion. I, I will hate. say that I am ageist. You yeah. know what? Fuck it, dude. I am as much as, as progressive as I am. I, I am so age. I hate old people. <laughs> old people are the worst. They mooch off of everything, then shit on everything we want, 